Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait and see. I put the fun in funeral. We're bad girls. This is what we do. I'm what psychiatrists call alpha female. Eh, you shot pretty well for a boy. I'm the girl that's going to save your life. I can and I will. I can and I will. I can and I will. I'll take a bite out of you. Beware the sirens. Welcome back to another lovely episode of Sirens of Horror. <laughs> I am your lassie Colleen, Ella Evella, along with... Your other lassie of darkness. <laughs> your other lassie of darkness, Ash Vicious. And that's not going to be the end of our really terrible Irish accents. <laughs> I can tell you we are currently both sipping a lovely glass of Telemordu. Because we're still coming down from St. Patty's Day. Yep. Hair, and, a little hair of the dog for you. And the best way to get over having a lot of Guinness and a lot of whiskey is to have more Guinness and whiskey, in mm-hmm. my opinion. You can't get a, a hangover if you keep drinking. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it off. Just put it off. It's like my responsibilities. Just put them off. <laughs> and I also feel like after watching this film of uh, Leprechaun that you do need a little bit of whiskey yep. and a lot of Guinness to get through it. Uh, I, I was happy to say, because I brought this up last time, that this film is legitimately creepy. Yeah. I was really surprised that there were a few like legitimately creepy scenes in this film, so 12-year-old Pamela can like rest at ease. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, 12, 12-year-old Ella can also rest at ease, but... You know, I found out some interesting trivia. Before we go into the film, I found out some interesting Ooh. trivia that might uh, freak you out a little bit, Ella. Okay. Shoot. Uh, we'll, we'll start. We'll do trivia. <laughs> we're, you never know. We're going to bring in yeah. trivia. Front, back, middle. <laughs> Keeps going. Um, Warwick Davis, uh, according to Warwick Davis, the film was originally planned to be a scary kids film. Oh, fuck no. Yep. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> and the studio thought it would be work better as an adult horror film, so inserts were filmed um, so inserts were filmed to increase the gore and violence. Yeah, there is definitely a lot of gore and violence. Like, I was, that was the one thing I was kind of surprised about this film, because it's 1993. The, like, Warwick Davis's face is a little, like, you can tell it's a prosthetic and everything. But and it was the, still creepy as it fuck. Was. And also, all of the, like, uh, his ear, the bear trap, her leg scratches, the hand bite... All of that stuff looked really good. Yeah. Like, the effects were definitely amazing. Yeah, I, I was really kind of, like, going back and, like, watching it uh, after seeing this as a child. I didn't particularly remember a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I was just traumatized. <laughs> um, also, the scene I remember is not in this film. I know. I was, because, like, when I was watching it, I was waiting for that scene. Every time they filmed her ankles, I was like, oh, God, it's the ankle scene that Ella's been talking about. Oh, God, oh, God. Where is it? I think it was just the leg scratch. That might have just been, like, the scratch. And for some odd reason, I remembered him touching her ankles. Uh-huh. Which... <laughs> yeah. No. Creepy leprechaun hand. No. No, thank you. That was... That was perverted. Yeah. That was... That was a naughty, 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 naughty little leprechaun. <laughs> All right, Ella. So, uh, tell us a little bit about this film. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, this film takes place... Or, it came out in 1993... And uh, it takes place in the 90s. Um, so it actually starts off in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a man named Daniel O'Brien. Good classic Irish name there for you. Oh, yes. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> Wait, Ash, Ash, yeah. take <clears throat> it away. Oh, Danny boy, why did you steal the gold? You stupid fuck. You have now angered the leprechaun. <laughs> How long have you had that planned? Since I found out his name was Danny. I, I love the fact that you've just been holding on to this <laughs> musical, beautiful musical number this entire time. Um, goes back to Ireland to, I guess, like, spread his mom's ashes, I think mm-hmm. is the idea. Yeah. Um, and instead he finds a leprechaun and steals his gold. And he comes back. And I guess he put the leprechaun in his suitcase. Yeah? Because the wife takes it out of the suitcase. Yeah. Because then you get the fucking most god... Okay, 
whenever me and Ash, we used to have Disney passes. Mm-hmm. And then we became adults with responsibilities. <laughs> and couldn't pay for them anymore, so we decided let's not do that. Yeah. Love you, Disney. Much prefer having that $50 in my bank account. Um, <laughs> but we would go, and like anytime we went to the Haunted Mansion or back when it was Tower of Terror, we would always go in the back and we would do the la 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 la. So I didn't think like little like creepy singing could ever freak me out because we do it so fucking often. Mm-hmm. But that goddamn version of like, Mary had a little lamp. Ah. Yeah. I can't breathe. I'm suffocating. Let me out. I was like, oh. No, no, thank you. First of all, if I ever heard like a small child's voice coming out of anything, I'm setting it on fire. That's yeah. it. There's no, I might be killing a small child, but I, 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 I will take homicide over releasing evil. So yeah, so the wife ends up opening the suitcase, and there was... So, I mean, I have to say, like, okay, if you hear creepy singing, at least arm yourself. Or, like, maybe ask your husband, like, sweetheart, I know you just went to Ireland and you brought back a bag of gold. Did you also put a small child in this suitcase? Like, yeah, like, why do I hear small child creepily singing, like... From the suitcase. But honestly, I think this is one of the fucking creepiest shots in the goddamn film, uh... She opens the suitcase, and you just see those, like, pinpricks of red. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the leprechaun comes out, the wife dies, he ends up sealing Daniel O'Brien, ends up sealing the leprechaun in a crate with a four-leaf clover. Yep. Uh, flash forward ten years, uh, a man and his daughter, oh, Jennifer Aniston. Who, uh, another random factoid. Ooh. Uh, this was her first film debut. Hmm. Sorry, I, like, took a sip of whiskey and, like, tried to speak at the same time. That did not work. I'm intelligent, but, like, I can't be intelligent with whiskey sliding down my throat. I just want to enjoy it. God, that sounds dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we are thirsty bitches on this podcast, We are thirsty bitches. And so is Jennifer Aniston's character in this film. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I don't like the character of Rachel on Friends. Like, I genuinely... She's got her good moments, but for the most part, like, I, first of all, I hate her and Ross's relationship. I don't, like, her character and friends tends to be my least favorite part about it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, like, I've associated that with Jennifer Aniston a lot. And, like, I forgot, she's, like, a decent actress, and also, holy fuck is she hot. Yeah, like, in the 90s, nine- I mean, she still is pretty hot. Like- yeah, she, she is. And, like, I like her movies she does now, but, like, in that first scene when she comes out, she's got that the the style of like the sundresses that were really mm-hmm. popular in the nineties. Like need to come, fucking come back. That shit's so comfortable when it's ninety degrees right? outside. Like she walked by, she got like a pert little and those ass. cute little heels and just yeah. So yeah, Jennifer Aniston, so fucking hot, and also like the most badass fucking character in this film. Absolutely, also really the only female character in this film. Yeah, other than uh, Danny Boy's wife, she is the only female. Yeah, and Danny Boy's wife is in the first, like, two minutes of the film. Yeah. That's it. She's the only woman in this entire film. Um, So she gets the house, and she's from L.A., (laughs) and she's now in, like, North Dakota, and it, like, totally sucks. Okay, first of all, if I was a teenager and I got to go, like, stay in North Dakota for a summer, I would have, like, a suitcase of books. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, oh, I don't have to deal with fucking the 405? Punk! Leave me alone in my books. Yeah, leave me alone with my books and my tea. Like, I'm good. Uh, but, so she, she's hating it. There are spiders and everything. And there's nothing that can get her to stay in this horrible, hello, handsome. <laughs> and in steps, I don't remember his name. I don't but he's rugged yep. and paint clad and tells her, oh, LA girls are scared of stuff. And, like, this was, like... Because, like I said, watching back, I didn't really mm-hmm. remember her character. I'm not a huge fan of Jennifer Aniston in the 90s. But he immediately, like, is aggressive with her. He's like, oh, yeah, women can't handle spooky houses. Women can't handle spiders. And she straight up checks him. Mm-hmm. She's, like, She's like, oh, no, is this the 1950s? And her dad, who's a great dad. Because <laughs> yeah. he's like, obviously, my daughter's hating this. So he comes out with the suitcases. Yeah, he's like, okay, hon, you, you know, you really, you, you don't like this place, let's go. And she's like, she looks, she literally looks, um... At the guy. Hottie, straight in the eyes. We're just gonna call him hottie. Yeah. She, she looks hottie straight in the eyes and is like, no, dad, we're staying. I'm fine. I'm gonna fucking deal with this house. I'm gonna handle it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, the scene after that, she's, like, in 
shorts and a tank top, like, painting the house. Like, no, like, I'm, I'm a fucking badass. Like, okay, I don't really want to fucking be here, but if you're going to challenge me, I'm going to fucking rise this occasion. Mm-hmm. So I really, like, that was really fucking cool. Yeah. Like, how quickly her character, and, like, she's still throughout the film, is very L.A., is not dealing with this. Like, honestly, she's the fucking smartest character in the goddamn film, because she's like, no, the creepy shit's happening, I'm gonna go fucking stay at a hotel. Yep. This shit's weird, I'm not fucking dealing with this. But she's really, really strong in it. Um, then you get the two other characters, which is Ozzy and Alex. Mm-hmm. Alex being this, like, I don't know, maybe 10-year-old kid? Yeah, but, I mean, honestly, for a fucking 10-year-old, that kid is old as fuck. He fucking talks about liability in his yeah. first fucking scene. He talks about that. liability. He curses. He's like, he's like, I a, need a beer. Like, he's like a 21 year old in a fucking, like, in a fucking 10 year old's body. Like, I. Alex is awesome. Alex, you are an awesome little kid. And then on the flip side, you have Ozzy, mm-hmm. who is a older man who obviously has some sort of mental issue. Yeah. Um. And honestly, I loved Ozzy. Like, there's, like, a super heartbreaking scene towards, like, the middle of, like, the beginning of it when they find the leprechaun's gold. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I can get you a surgery to make you smart. And he's like, I'm not smart. Yeah. I was just like, oh, Ozzy. Which was, Maybe. I, I thought that was a really cool point about this film. Mm-hmm. Like, from, I mean, it's it's a very, very small cast. Yeah. If you actually think, like, the dad, like, in the majority of the film, there's five characters. Mm-hmm. There's Ozzy, Alex, Tori, which is Jennifer Anderson's character, Hottie, and Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. That's it. And all five characters are very, very flushed out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that was really cool about the 90s horror, was 90s horror was very grouped. Yeah. Like, it was small groups, but, like, you remembered all of the characters, everybody kind of did that. Where if you look more into, like, 2000s and, like, even modern horror... There's a lot of stuff going on in the films. Like, it's very... It's not so much about character development anymore. Or, I mean, it is, but there, it's not so much about, like, five core characters. It's this character, that character, this person gets killed, but why did this person get killed? There's killing, there's this... All this, like, a bunch of stuff is happening, and you're, like, you're trying to follow, follow everything. It. Even, like, uh, It Follows that we did, mm-hmm. like, there were at least... 20 named characters yeah in that film and it gets very hard and i love the the cabin in the woods style of the leprechaun Mm -hmm. where i really really love these films where they are five characters they are in a location they are being hunted by something and the characters grow the characters like develop relationships happen and i feel like that terror style has kind of been lost yeah because it's it's it, again, like, it's so much about putting a bunch of actors in the film. Yeah, and I feel like they kind of did that with, like, Insidious. hmm But the issue is, like, of course, like, the idea is, like, their child's haunted and everything. But it, it's suburban. And I love the the point of, like, and you can't really do it now. Because cell phones. Mm-hmm. And even Jennifer Aniston, they, they do it. She has a cell phone, but the call just keeps getting dropped. Yeah, it was like one of those, like, old school flip phones. Yeah, the, the you giant have ass yeah. flip phones. No, it wasn't the giant one. It was like, it was like, like the little silver, like, you know, not the, not no, the blades. No, it was blades. red. It was bright red. Yeah, it wasn't like, the, like, the, not the, like, it was, it was right the razor. before the razor. Yeah, it was like the one that you get before the razor that's kind of, like, oval shaped. And it was bright yeah. red. So, uh, I really fucking miss that genre. Of just people in an area, cut off from society. Dealing with a thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that. It's so simple, and it, it creates fear. I mean, if you look at, like, one of the greatest, in my opinion, horror films, which is Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. which people can have issues with, but The only, the only sh- issue I had with it was the shaky camera thing, because that made me sick. But yeah. it, other than that, it was a good film. It was a very good film, and also, like, a big issue with Blair Witch that did not transfer well. When you saw it in theaters, like, the breathing and everything, like, imagine being in a theater, because I, I wasn't old enough to see Blair Witch when mm-hmm. it came out, but if you're alone in a theater and you just hear someone crying from every single angle... Oh, God. Yeah. That's why people were leaving the Blair Witch Project not being able to sleep. Because they could just hear the, the that, sounds. That, that, yeah. whole, that, that scene you see all the time where she's like... <gasps> 
imagine you're in a dark room and you know how loud movie theaters can get. Yeah. So you have literally all around you, you just have crying and things. Yeah. But it was just people alone in the woods. People alone in a backwater city. And even then, like, they could kind of drive to the hospital. There was society, but the car was stuck. They were trapped. That's such a good, like, it, it makes good horror. And they've moved away from it, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. Same. Um, but, so, like, to talk a little bit more about uh, the leprechaun, you know, we do have our badass Tori. Um, and uh, she, I think she's getting paint from the trunk or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, this scene. Yeah, the scene where you were anticipating, <laughs> like, everyone is anticipating. Everyone who has listened to our podcast and has watched this film after listening to our podcast know that Ella is terrified of Jennifer Aniston's ankles getting slashed up. Which I totally thought, I feel like this is one of those weird things where people, like, you you, you think something's real. Like, Darth Vader is saying, Luke, I am your father. Right. Which never happened. But I guess this was my thing of, like, this was something that happened in a film that, like... Everyone knows happened, yeah. But I never did. Yeah. But So, it shows her feet under, like, you're looking at her feet from under the uh, truck. And mm. then you see Warwick Davis's creepy little fucking leprechaun hand mm. stroking her leg. And she's all like, ooh, and she thinks it's hottie. And she's like, hey. I, I did have a question, though. Why the fuck would he climb, like, under a truck to, like, play with her legs? I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I would be really... I have a husband mm-hmm. and a very caring partner. And if I ever got either one of those fuckers stroking my leg underneath a car, they're gonna get kicked in the face. Yeah. <laughs> that is just Valid. Weird. I would do the same That's thing with my future advice. husband. Just like, no, please do not crawl under the truck and stroke my leg. You want to stroke my leg? Just fucking stroke my leg. Like, Wait till we're sitting down on a bench and like do, do the thigh stroke. <laughs> you don't need to crawl under a truck <laughs> to fucking do this. That's a little weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she stroke, he strokes her leg. <laughs> and then ends up scratching it, and then she freaks out. Or no, she goes, she thinks it's him, so she thinks it's And then it's he comes up behind her. I think his name was, like, Eric or something, so she's like, oh, Eric, Eric. I didn't and know. Like, what? what? And he comes up behind her, he's like, what? And she's like, huh? And then that's when the leprechaun scratched her, scratches her, and she freaks out. Dad he comes scratches up. her, like, upper thigh, too. Yeah, like, he really gets, he really gets up there. It's, it's another one, I forget, uh, what, uh, it's when we're talking about ginger snaps. Mm-hmm. When we were discussing uh, how attack wounds on women can be sexualized. Yeah. Because how the werewolf was biting her mm-hmm. in Ginger Snaps. And um, I feel like that scratch was a very... Because he's touching her leg, but he scratches her inner thigh moving upwards. Yeah, like he's going up for... For for For, uh, for her uh, girly parts. For a, a, a trump. <laughs> I'm going to call it right now. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a valid uh, a valid thing I'm calling it. Uh, <laughs> but it it's a very sexualized nice scratch. scratch. Yeah. Um, and then like I honestly like I almost fucking fell off the couch at this point because I'm like <laughs> she's talking about it and her dad comes by. It's like, what happened? And uh, she's like, I know what it would feels like when a man caresses my leg. You do. <laughs> like look at her dad's yeah, face. Dad's so face broken. is hilarious. Just like wait, what? My little girl knows how a man caresses her leg. Oh like, no, dude, it's Jennifer Aniston. I'll caress her leg. Yeah, I was like. She'll know what a girl what a girl feels like when she's caressing her leg too. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, if you want to feel like either one of us experienced caressing your leg, we are here for that experiment. <laughs> for for the sake of science, yes, <laughs> I will caress every part of Jennifer Aniston just so she's aware. For the sake of science, <laughs> same. Um, We're here, but yeah, and then it goes into like they're like, oh, it was probably just a cat. Yeah, because right now the leprechaun's been released. Yeah, he's so, out in the wild. Uh, it uh, Ozzy ends up releasing him, mm-hmm. and uh, in one of the earlier scenes, Ozzy was talking about like they're aliens and stuff like this. So they're they're very much showing. And then I think he also hears the little kid. Like I think yeah, the leprechaun yeah. does the same thing on him. He does a little little kid voice. So they're they're very much showing Ozzy to be somebody who isn't all the way mentally. Weird. Actually, no, I think he imitates Alex. Yeah. Oh, that would make because, sense. He said, it, I'm trapped. I'm trapped. No, I think it's like, hey, Ozzy, come look at this. 
hey, Ozzy, come here, come look. Uh, no, I think he says, um, like, the, when he's mocking it, he's like, I'm trapped in here. I think he is imitating Alex's voice, uh-huh. but he's saying, like, I got trapped. Mm. Come save me. Okay. Uh, but Ozzy had released the leprechaun yeah. by actually knocking off the four-leaf clover. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite lines, because, like, he runs out, and he's like, there's a leprechaun in the basement! And I was just like... <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh, Ozzy, there's no leprechaun in the basement, you're but, crazy. But also, like, I love the phrase, there's the a leprechaun, leprechaun in the basement! <laughs> I don't know why, but, it, like, the way he said it sounded so, like, there's a snake in my boot. There's, <laughs> there's a leprechaun in the basement! <laughs> um... So, currently, at this point, the leprechaun has only been at the house. Yeah. And, uh, so they decide, uh, they're doing the cat thing, which is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Honestly, Dad, if anyone, if you, if there's a fucking cat stuck in a tree, like, a little hole in the tree, don't stick your hand in the hole! Don't stick your hand near, like, have you ever dealt with a cat? Yeah, don't stick your hand near the cat, unless the cat wants you to touch it. Don't stick your hand near a cat. Don't Cats stick- and women, okay? Yeah. Unless we come up to you, do and- not stick your hand at us. Yeah. <laughs> that is just a good line. Guess what? If you, as a man, would not, like, put your hand out towards a cat, if a woman is showing the same signs, don't do it. Because guess what? Cats and women will both scratch your eyes out. Yeah. We'll both scratch your eyes out and you'll, you'll get flipped up. But this fucking idiot sticks his hand all the way in a hole. Yeah, in a dark, mysterious hole. Who fucking does that? And, uh, the, the, the cat was not in the hole. It was the leprechaun! Oh no, the leprechaun! And then he bites off his hand and he's handless now. No, he just bites the hand. Oh, he just bites the hand. Okay, I thought he was handless. No, he just, like, takes, like, because that was actually... Oh, that's right, he takes off, like, a finger. Yeah, because they show the bite mark. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, oh, that's a really good bite mark. (laughs) I would know. I've been bitten a few times. (laughs) Not not in the kinky way. Not in the kinky way. Also in the kinky way. But also in the not kinky way. Yeah, in this case, not in the kinky way. Yeah, I've I've actually had a a very crazy person bite me at one point. And it's not fucking fun. That shit hurts. (laughs) Um, So then they go... And, uh, this is kind of when the ridiculous part of the film starts. Yeah. Because so far, like, Leprechaun's actually, they're, they're keeping him pretty well hidden. Yeah. Like, you, you'll see a hand, you maybe or see... Or it's very shadowy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But at this point, it's like, when this film, I feel like there was a track they were on, and this was the film where the, uh, Leprechaun got on a pogo stick and left the fucking track. Hold on. Can we talk, for a second, can we talk about the terrible fucking CG rainbow? Oh my god, I forgot about that rainbow. Like, when Ozzy and Alex go and find the gold, Ozzy like, sees this random fucking CG rainbow of terrible CG-ness of the 90s on the of truck. the reading rainbows. <laughs> reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. Pot of gold. You to go over there and see, like, Wishbone and, Aww, uh, Wishbone. Lenard, I forget, or I forget his last name, <laughs> just sitting there with, with a dog and going, welcome to 90s PBS. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're gonna <laughs> shoot Reading Rainbow, Wishbone, Sesame Street, all of the really cool 90s shows that you watched as a kid. No, there's no pot of gold here. The leprechaun's dead. But now we're going to teach you how not to be jackasses. <laughs> oh, God, that's too dry. And, like, they, they do a shot where it disappears. Mm-hmm. And they have... Oh, oh, other thing that I forgot I wanted to mention. Hmm. So in the very, very beginning of the film, when the leprechaun comes out, that fucker was so sparkly. Oh, my God, I totally forgot about that. That's right. He is, like... A white 15-year-old girl at Sephora. <laughs> just covered in glitter. Covered in glitter. Just just so, like, the hat was sparkly, the face was sparkly, the nails were sparkly. It, it was, oh my god. And I remember just being like, I could not take that seriously. <laughs> Honestly, I think I'd be more pissed off if there was something that's sparkly in my house. <laughs> like, no, get the fuck out. Do you have any idea how long it's going to take to vacuum that shit up? <laughs> No, god damn it, Tal, there'll be glitter in my house forever. <laughs> I want my gold back. Yeah, well, I wanted to not have fucking gold glitter in my house. Neither one of us is getting what we want. <laughs> want a shot? <laughs> Let's have a shot of whiskey. That's how I deal with fucking leprechauns. Slancha. Slancha.
Okay, so, uh, whatever. The dad gets his hand bitten. I don't really care about this film up till now. This is the point that I start giving a fuck about the film. Because mm-hmm. this is the goddamn point where the leprechaun is just... Oh, my God. So, they leave because the father's hand's been bitten. Yeah, they go to, like, the hospital or something. And, they're just like, and, oh, yeah, and the leprechaun is alone on the farm. So, what, what, what is a leprechaun to do? But get on a fucking tricycle. And, and sl- like, just tricycle over to the pawn shop where his gold's yeah, and most and likely going to be. It, it's, it's, the scene's done at, like, 1.5, maybe yeah. 1.4. But, oh my god, it's so silly. It's so fucking silly of watching this, like... Honestly, the leprechaun mask is creepy to me. The mm-hmm. hands are creepy. It is a genuine terrifying thing. And, like, I'm not a big fan of, like, small creatures. Because mm-hmm. I hate Chucky. Yeah. Okay, Chucky I'm gonna is fucking, terrifying. Yeah. I'm going to fucking just take a baseball bat to this fucking toy and a movie done in ten minutes. Okay? Yeah. I, I'm a grown woman. You're a doll. I'm going to take Fuck you Fuck you. Baseball bat to the fucking doll. Done. Yeah. Baseball bat. Fucking light you putting the grate up, and guess what? I can put my two fucking feet there, and you're a fucking doll. You're not gonna move the grate if I have my feet there. I'm gonna watch you burn. But the fact that he's got, like, the magical powers and stuff like that, and, like, it makes the tininess creepy. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's got a bonus. Yeah. He's not just tiny. He's tinical, tiny and magical. Yeah. Ugh. So, uh, he tricycles. Ding! Ding! Oh. The little, like, tricycle bell. Ding! 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 He goes over and the, the uh, Ozzy and Alex try and get the coin, checked and everything, and he finds the guy that's got his coin, and he finds the guy that like has his coin, and uh, he kills him. He he kills him. But uh, how does he kill him, Ella? With a pogo stick. Death by pogo stick. Boing stab. Boing stab. And boing we, we, stab. We, we, boing. Just. It was like slow motion. Yeah, slow motion like, pogo stick death is just fucking amazing and like, I love it. I think like London bridges are falling down. He was singing like another child song. Yeah, body. and I think it was London bridges falling down. He's like, London bridge is falling down, stab, Lon- falling down, stab, falling down, yes, stab. Like, I'm just like, oh my god, yes. I just and like, then just blood splurting <laughs> everywhere. I'm just like, this is fucking amazing. I would just watching it and I was I was laughing so hard I was just like oh my god where have you been my entire life (laughs) death by like I thought um if you guys saw the video I did um a few weeks ago when I did the hot wings challenge uh with the men from watchtower we were discussing uh someone in the woods Mm -hmm. which was a film we did on there and I thought I dealt with one of those ridiculous deaths because I did a prosthetic for death by frisbee Nice. Yeah, I, I had to do a prosthetic for a frisbee being thrown into somebody's chest. And you and I have done some pretty fun prosthetics. I wish I had worked on that with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there there might be more sirens and uh, watchtower stuff coming up, so <laughs> keep your eyes out for that. Um, but I thought, I, I thought I'd seen a lot of really silly deaths. But uh, death by a pogo stick. Let me phrase that. Death by a leprechaun on a, on pogo, a pogo stick. stick. That's it. Yep. Nothing will ever beat this. That no. Is, then again, I haven't seen Leprechaun in space or Leprechaun in the hood, so it might get better. What about Leprechaun in, or Leprechaun the 2, or Leprechaun in the hood comes back, or whatever that one no, is. No, like, no, no, it's Leprechaun, so it's Leprechaun in the hood. Then it's Leprechaun 2, Return to, to the hood. hood. Yeah, Leprechaun 2, Return to the hood. Because I remember I saw that and I'm like, you really wrote duh. Hood. All right. All right. I think Fuck. it has like Snoop Dogg or something in it. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember Chris was telling me uh, that he gets high in the, in the sequel to, mm-hmm. to The Hood. Yeah. And then like kills people for 15 minutes while all Warwick Davis does is giggle. Yep. And I'm like, no, I want to see that. Like <laughs> that that is a, a life thing I want to see. <laughs> um, so yeah. So then the leprechaun, because he's just done death by uh, Pogo Stick. Decides to pimp his ride and switches over to the tiny car. Yes, the little tiny kids remote car. Car, and then uh, we get like Barbie car. <laughs> we get Leprechaun versus a cop. Because Leprechaun goes over and he fights a cop and kills a cop. Uh, which also just like, hold on, 
how the fuck does that tiny Barbie car oh, it flip the fucking car? Oh, you mean later when the, the car flips the truck? Yeah, the little tiny Barbie <laughs> car flips the fucking truck. No, that's a third car. I don't know where the third car comes from. Okay? <laughs> I, I, I was having this moment because the second... We're... And by the way, we have not even discussed all the modes of transportation the leprechaun takes during this film. No, he takes a lot. <laughs> we, we, we're missing two real big ones. So he takes a tricycle, then he takes the yellow car from the coins guys, and then eventually he gets back to the farm, and he's got this, like, black roadster. With, like, oh, yeah, Because he roadster. attaches the pitchfork to it. And that's that's right. flips the car. I remember watching it and being like, at what point was there, like, a child's black roadster? <laughs> or or there was some weird sounds. Are you attempting to explain to me that, that the leprechaun went in here and, like, modified? Like, he pimped his ride <laughs> in, like, those, like, 30 seconds into, like, the death machine? Well, I mean, he did get one coin, so maybe each coin that he collects is part of his magic, so maybe he's just gathering more and more magic. As so, like, the one coin, he can pimp your ride? Maybe. He can pimp and your he, death he, ride? He can pimp your death ride, and he can also... <laughs> pimp my death ride, the ultimate goth car show. <laughs> the leprechaun can pimp your death ride for only one piece of gold. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they do that, um... He kills the the cop's death was actually like I feel like really kind of like slow. Mm-hmm. So we'll just skip over the cop's death. Uh, then he gets back to the house. He flips over this car, uh, and then you find out like the the guy was there. They, there's actually a really good scene where they're all kind of like trying to take out the leprechaun. Hottie gets hit by a bear trap. Uh, Ozzy gets his ear bitten. Pretty much everyone's injured except for Tori. Tori leaves to go find Danny O'Brien and figure out how he stopped the leprechaun. And uh, the the leprechaun takes off after her jeep on roller skates. <laughs> that is the fourth mode of transportation that the leprechaun has taken so far. And she gets to the old folks' home. And this is like somebody that did props did not do well. Because she gets there, and there's, like, a clipboard, and it says room numbers. And they're just written down, like, freehanded, like, fuck, we forgot to do this prop. No, it's, it's printed out. It's, it's at least printed out, but the, the top page of this little clipboard just says room numbers. And I was like, I feel like that's something I would see in a PlayStation 1 game. <laughs> like, you have found a clipboard that says secret code. Yeah. Or, like... I mean, I feel like it's probably, they're like, oh, they were filming this, you know, they were about to film this scene, and they're like, okay, so we need a, you know, a notebook that has all the room numbers and a bunch of random shit in it, because it's an yeah. old folks home. Uh, guys? Nobody brought that today. Shit. Okay, there's a Kinko's down the street. Print <laughs> out something super quick that just has a list of room numbers. Let's go. Just we go have Kinko's. A, we have the clipboard, let's just put it on the clipboard and bam. Uh, so she goes in, she's trying to find Daniel O'Brien. And then we get a, a leprechaun in the wheelchair, which I think is my favorite one. Yes, leprechaun in the wheelchair is probably the best. Especially because, like, at one point he takes a turn and <laughs> they do, like, a tire screech. Yep. They do, like, a fast and furious drifting sound <laughs> for him taking a corner in a wheelchair. And then uh, there's randomly Daniel O'Brien hanging from the elevator. Yep. And he tells her how to defeat him. Which was so convenient. What if she had gone in the other elevator? <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't be there. Maybe yeah. she would never have been able to defeat the and leprechaun. Everyone would have died. Terrible, terrible deaths. <laughs> uh, so we get back to the house, and uh, they're, they've are they given the bag of gold to the leprechaun, but it turns out Ozzy ate one. Also, just don't eat gold coins. Okay, yeah. guys? Just yeah, don't, don't do it. Unless it's guilt. Yeah. Eat it, guilt. Don't it, eat actual gold coins. Yes. Shaq, yeah. is this gold coin made of chocolate in the inside? Eat it. If it's real gold... Yeah, if you can open it up and it's just this little, like, foil wrapper, then obviously it's guilt. Then you can eat it. But if it's not guilt, don't eat it. 
Are you the zombie grandpa from <laughs> Yes. Don't eat the gelt. This is how I became a zombie. I ate the gelt. There was a leprechaun that I got killed. And now I'm back. Does anybody have any gelt? <laughs> uh, so then the leprechaun's attacking the house some more. And, like, what I really noticed in this, like, third act, Tori was fucking badass. Yeah, Tori was definitely a fucking badass in this film. Like, I was really, like, I keep bringing it up, but I really didn't remember her. Like, even as a character. Mm-hmm. And then I was watching this, I was like, what was, but she was just, like, there was a scene where uh, the leprechaun was in the cupboards, pretty much playing, like, whack-a-mole. Mm-hmm. He was, like, he was just throwing out a bunch of shit, and he comes across a box of Lucky Charms. Oh, that was which, earlier yeah. when he was trying to find his gold. Oh, yeah, he's trying to find his gold. He just comes, with a box, uh, comes through, like, a box of Lucky was, Charms. It wasn't, it wasn't Lucky Charms, though. It was... No, it was, like, some spoof off of Lucky Charms, because mm-hmm. originally, Lucky Charms, uh, General Mills was okay with them using Lucky Charms, and gave him permission to, Okay, but... Then they got upset about it and when they saw the, uh, the finished film, and they revoked their permission. So the filmmakers had to reshoot the scene, replacing the brand name with an obvious spoof. This also changed the kid's line at the end from, your luck has just run out to, fuck you, Lucky Charms. I, I did like that thing in the film. The kid was like, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Also, that's why he, like, because I noticed, like, when he ate the Lucky Charms, he, like, spit it out. Yeah, he was like, ah, this crap. So, <laughs> wow, wow. Like, that film got super salty about fucking Lucky Charms. <laughs> But no, it's a scene where they're like, uh, Hottie has the gun. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hottie has the gun. Hottie's Uh, got the gun. Hottie's got the gun. Um, so there, he's in one of the cupboards. And, okay, there's like a small child. There's a man. Okay, yeah, he's had his ear bitten. And then there's Tori. And she fucking starts opening up the cupboard doors to find out where he is. And, like, if anything's, anybody's gonna get a tat, it's gonna be fucking Tori. Yeah. She's also the one that went out and grabbed the bag of gold. Yep. Fucker got kissed by the goddamn leprechaun. <laughs> and she's the one that drove away. Like, Tori was rocking that shit. Mm-hmm. Also, you just noticed at the end, like, we just never bring up what happened to the dad. Yeah, no, he just, maybe they he left him at the hospital. hospital and then observation. Yeah, and then he was just left there. <laughs> Bye, dad. Who cares? Bye, dad. Um... You could stay at the hospital while we figure out this weird shit with a leprechaun cat thing. Leprechaun, weird, I don't know, strange. Warwick Davis got drunk on Irish whiskey and suddenly turned into this. It's all we know. Uh, so then they, they find out you have to do a four-leaf clover, like shoot it into his mouth, and then you do, and he kind of melts. Oh my god, the melted leprechaun! <laughs> Okay. That fucking gave me nightmares. Like, it's no! It's so, like, half of his eyes, like... When he starts, like, spewing out green and black blood. And he's melting. Ugh, it's no. so good. And so terrifying. See, that's when people, like, they bring up, like, CGI and stuff like that. And, like, even in The Leprechaun, in 1993, this was not a big budget film. This was not the best film. I will take that melting leprechaun's face over any CGI horror. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, like, nowadays where it's, like, it's so CGI forward. You can't, there's no way that you can go back to, like, the CGI of, like, the 90s. And I feel like the thing I liked about the CGI of the 90s was they would do something and then they would have a item CGI. Right. The the blood, the guts, the stuff like that, that was all real. And, like, if you look at a lot of, like, insidious, uh, sinister, stuff like that, they're using practical effects. And people are like, this is so much more terrifying. Yeah. Because they're practical effects. Yeah. The reason why the original, like, if you look at Jurassic Park, so mm-hmm. the, the new one, Jurassic World, right? Yeah. Okay. The new one, Jurassic World, was there any point that you were actually, like, scared? No, I was entertained by sexy Chris Pratt running around with dinosaurs, but that was about it. Okay. The original Jurassic Park. Yeah. Wonder why? Those were real fucking animatronics. Yeah. So the way the actors are reacting, the way the light is hitting it, like, I I don't have an issue doing a CGI film, but I think when people pull CGI into horror for big effects, yeah. you can tell. Mm-hmm. You can really, really tell, and I feel like it, it it's cool to do big monsters and stuff like that, but, like, I'm, I'm not a huge actor. 
But I can imagine how it would feel to actually have, like, Warwick Davis and this fucking terrifying thing coming after me and trying to stroke me and, like, being able to, like, freak out over that. Yeah. And then having, like, somebody hold a ball. Yeah. I mean, like, for over me, me and be like, this yeah. is going to be a giant evil tentacle demon. I want you to, like, react. Terrified. Yeah. I mean, even for me, as an actor, because, yeah. you know, I am an actor... I I definitely feel like I would it would be much easier to react to a practical effect of actual Warwick Davis and a giant creepy ass fucking prosthetic versus a tennis ball and a stick and be like okay this is something creepy that you have to react to I'm like it's a tennis ball I'm talking to a tennis ball <laughs> and I think it was uh I'm screaming over a tennis ball that's attacking me like Ian, I it's just... Sir Ian McKellen ah. Great, gay Gandalf, um, was talking, he was doing something, I don't remember what it was, but he said it was one of the saddest moments of his career, because he was doing a CGI, like, scene, Mm -hmm. and, like, he did an interview, and he was like, this isn't why I became an actor. Yeah, I didn't become an actor to talk to a tennis ball, I became an actor to show emotion, to act in an actual scene with something like that's there that's there to give me that reaction and even like you know you look at like uh the original evil dead and stuff like that yeah maybe they didn't have like it didn't look perfect yeah like i I imagine you know there's a scene in evil dead with um his sister where it's cheryl cheryl yeah with uh cheryl's you know giant ass fucking long dead eye creepy ass fucking neck Mm -hmm. like i would imagine that was probably you know they probably only made something with her head on yeah. there and maybe the rest of it was like practical effects or whatever but at least there's a creepy ass fucking deadite head in front of you you have something to react to yeah you have something to react to you're not reacting to a fucking tennis ball that they're later going to cgi something onto yeah and i, I think that's that's really it's a big thing also like as much as cgi has come forward we can tell mm-hmm. like you can tell what is cgi especially for me, like, in horror. And I feel like CGI can be used very, very well in horror. Um, I believe we're gonna watch it. I really want us to watch it in the next, like, few days. Or a few weeks, sorry. Mm-hmm. But Mama. Mm-hmm. Which is one of my favorites. Um, the... Everything about Mama is practical, but they do this very big... They, they do, like, hair. Because mm-hmm. the idea is, like, she drowns. So she's got, like, water hair. Yeah, the, like, wiggly water hair. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they do that, but, and that adds to a, a feeling around the character. But it's a piece of it. And, of course, you're going to have to use CGI for ghosts going into walls and out of walls and into floorboards and out of floorboards. And, and that's fine. It's fine to do a, a split second. But when you're doing stuff that's completely relying on CGI... I feel like you lose so much of the fear that even, like, how, uh, Ozzy. Because mm-hmm. there's a scene where, uh, Warwick Davis's leprechaun is slashing him. And you, you get, when he slashes, Ozzy's body moves. Yeah. And it, it's fluid. Because you're actually moving with another person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as close as you can get in CGI, there's always going to be a slight discrepancy. From just having somebody else there with you. And, like, that was the, one of the things about this. is like, they could have, they could easily remake this film nowadays. And make some really creepy fucking leprechaun. But, like, I don't think it'll ever be scary than yeah. fucking Warwick Davis's Prosthetic. terror mask. Yeah, that, I mean, hell, even when this movie first came out, like, in the 90s, you know, and I first, like, started kind of getting into horrors in the 90s as, like, a little, you know little goth girl that I was, I did not want to watch this film solely because of the fucking picture on the VHS, (laughs) which was Warwick Davis's creepy-ass fucking leprechaun mask, and I was like, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) No, I like leprechauns. You're supposed to be nice. What's wrong with you? And, like, you know, like, I would, I would opt out for that film. I was like, oh, can we go over here? Look, Evil Dead. Let's watch that instead. (laughs) Yeah, Cronenberg. Let's go with it. Not leprechauns. (laughs) Um, so we, we did this last episode, so I'm curious about you. Mm-hmm. What's your badass bitch moment of, like, this film that was a, a scene or a part that made you feel powerful? Um, let's 
see. I would probably have to say um, when they're in the house and uh, Tori finally realizes, okay, fine, this leprechaun is fucking real. We have to deal with it. You got, you know, like she kind of like delegates where everyone mm-hmm. needs to be, what needs to fucking happen to deal with it. Like she's like, we got to find the, the, uh, we got to find the four leaf clover. And she goes outside and finds the clover patch and is like literally searching for the four leaf clover to just fucking kill it. Like she's, she's absolutely done with the leprechaun. She's like, yeah, you know what? We're dealing with a thing. We have to fucking deal with it. You do this. You do that. You do this. I'm gonna go do this. Let's fucking go. Like, yeah, I, I think that that's probably my favorite because there's a scene, like my was probably like a, a clip of that, and it's uh, after they get inside after the truck's been flipped, and Ozzy's had his ear bitten mm-hmm. and Hotness has already had his leg in the bear trap and everything and she's like i need you to go find cotton balls and this and she like they pause for a second she's like go mm-hmm. and the next thing she's like wrapping his ear she's wrapped his leg and she's like okay well somebody needs to go out there because they they found out like yeah. where the bag of gold is and all this stuff where it's very much like I, I love the fact that she goes from the very beginning from being with, like, oh, I'm from L.A. and stuff like that. And I like the fact that uh, the character of Tori, we're, like, uh, dealing with, like, your next or maybe aliens and stuff like that. If you're a strong female, they tend to kind of discount your femininity. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you can be a badass. But you can't be feminine. Where, like, the, you know, Tori shows up and, like, heals in a dress. Even the entire end scene with Tori, she's still wearing, like, her little, like, white and pink Nikes. And has her, like, florally shorts. Yeah, she and has yeah, her little she... patchwork shorts from the 90s and her little black tank top. And, and... she's still got, like, she's got a leather jacket on mm-hmm. her to be, like, badass and tough. But she's still got her white and pink Nikes on. Her hair is still good. She's still, like, at the end of it, like, no, I'm going to a fucking hotel after this. I'm done with this shit. She doesn't lose any bit of her very much, like, 90s L.A. girl Cher attitude. Right. Like, Tori is very much if Cher was in a horror film. Now I just want to see Clueless as a horror film. Not necessarily (laughs) Clueless as a horror film, but Cher in a fucking horror movie. Like, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, but I like the fact that she doesn't, they don't transform her into this, like, she never really, like, when she, like, is attacking Leprechaun, she's got, like, a stick. Yeah. She's she's not a fighter. She's not strong. But she, they continue to hold this very feminine aspect of her. With her being willing to get shit done. And maybe she's not happy about it. Maybe she's not comfortable about it. But she's a strong woman. But she's also a feminine woman. Mm-hmm. And I love it when horror film allows women to be a full and complete character. Which is crazy because this film was done in 1993 yeah and you look at it, you're like why the fuck isn't tori like a female icon of horror mm-hmm. she looks great she dresses great she takes no shit from men and <laughs> no shit from leprechauns yeah a badass fucking bitch right there tori there you go <laughs> so now that we've told you our moment of female badass empowerment that we all loved and enjoyed slancha and i'm gonna finish my drink while ash continues to talk slancha um, one more random fact of randomness is Ooh. that there was a special thanks in this movie, um, received by George Lucas. Yeah. Yep. He, uh, created, or er, he was credited because Warwick Davis was under contract to him and he gave Davis permission to appear in the movie. So he was under contract during, uh, Star Wars with him. That means he played Wicket and the Leprechaun. At like, the same time. That is so wrong. <laughs> that <laughs> yep. is so wrong. In so many ways, and I am so deeply uncomfortable right now. Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, uh, to just move that out of my brain. Well, she does that, now it's my turn to, to finish my whiskey. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Now I'm just imagining, like, a, a, a <laughs> mashup of Wicket and, like, Ugh! a leprechaun. No. Yeah. Don't do that. No. Yeah. Oh, God. No. I'm very uncomfortable right now. Uh, Ash, what's your score so we can distract me <laughs> from the idea of Wicked with a fucking hat on a tricycle, like killing like stormtroopers with a pogo stick? <laughs> that is what is going on in my head right now: is Wicked 
with the fucking hat and the coat tails on a tricycle running up to stormtroopers and then killing them with a pogo stick. <laughs> that is what is happening right now. And I don't know if it's terrifying or the best idea I've ever had. <laughs> Probably both. Because now I'm imagining it and that is totally what I'm thinking is like, I'm laughing and scared all at the same time in my I, head. I hope you guys are experiencing this, like, with us. Like, the terror <laughs> and love of this Ella Evella nightmare brain concoction. <laughs> Fuck. Um, well, let's see. I'm probably gonna give it a 3.5. It doesn't exactly get a 4 or 5 because, you know, it is the 90s and it's a, it's a B-horror movie. It's very B. Um... But, you know, we all know and love our B-horror movies, so it, it gets a 3.5, not exactly a 4. Uh, I guess we're just continuing with, like, the second week of trend of me going 3. <laughs> me going 3.5. I'm gonna give it a 3. I loved it, of course. Like, the dialogue is cheesy. Uh, the, the effects can sometimes be ridiculous. But I, I think there's a difference from it being a, a film that needs to stand up for, like, everything good and right. And a film that can just be good and fun. And, like, mm-hmm. I greatly, greatly enjoyed this. And I'm, I'm very happy to know that it's still actually terrifying. And now I'm really fucking confused about what fucking movie I watch where somebody gets the back of her ankles cut. Because it's a film out there that I saw, and I maybe I saw it after Leprechaun. Maybe I just, I moved where he scratched her on Leprechaun. But this will now be a constant question in my life. All right. <laughs> um, Who knows? You know, and as always, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, always keep track. Uh, we do constantly new updates and everything. And uh, next week, we're actually doing uh, another film that Ash recommended. <laughs> I know. Three weeks, I've only actually gotten to pick one film. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm losing control of the podcast. Two. What's happening? You picked two. You picked this one and you picked Mama. So two. We each got two. Where were you? haven't done Mama, though, yet. Well, I know, but you, you've... You, you know, it's, you in the, just, it's in the right. Queue. Like you were, we're gonna watch this movie. So you've technically you've picked Mama. Okay, so Mama's coming, but next week is next week is Jennifer's Body, which is absolutely one of my fucking favorite films. Um, and I also found a really interesting article on it that I will talk about on next week's podcast that has to do with uh, that film being a very feminist forward film. And uh, we'll, of course, link that article probably on Monday. Mm-hmm. You guys can read the article before the podcast comes out. Um, actually, this might shock you, I've never seen Jennifer's Body. <gasps> I It's one of those films that, like, I constantly was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. And it just got skipped over and skipped over and skipped over and skipped over. So I'm really excited to watch this. I um, think you'll really like this film, Ella. It. It definitely has a very much Ella feel to it. I think you'll love it. I'm, I'm always down for film with Ella. So, um... I'm really excited, and uh, we'll catch you next week. And as always, good, bad. We're the girls with the mic. See you guys next week.